The main person that was nominated for an Oscar that Sierra and I are super, super excited and proud of is Aggie alum. Woo woo! Kevin Wilson Jr. was nominated for Best Live Action Short Film for his film, My Nephew Emmett. <laughs> Hey guys, my name is Sherelle Burns and I am Sierra Tribble, 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 and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the 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 podcast. Hey guys. Hey everyone. We are back. Season two, episode two. I know. This is crazy. Exciting. Once again, we just really want to shout out everybody who came out to the live launch. Yes. That meant a lot to us. And everybody who could make it, but like signed in and watched us live. Yeah. That was super dope. We really appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, I guess we should introduce ourselves. Yeah. I'm Sierra T. And I'm Sherelle B. This is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Right. <laughs> to like, y'all... <laughs> It was almost like they waited for us to come back and was I like so. and act a complete fool. Yeah. So, so like you know how like in Sesame, on Sesame Street the episode is brought to you by the letter such and such. Yeah. I feel like today's episode should be brought to everybody by the word relevancy. Oh boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, are like we jumping right into it right now? Let's just wow. You like today's episode is brought to you by the word relevancy <laughs> or the letter R. Okay. Okay, because. <laughs> I feel like I know what you're about to say. Go ahead, I'm listening. All right. So we just we just gonna get into it. I'm on my Charlemagne. We just gonna jump right into it. Let's do it. Um so this week, um legendary comedian, queen of comedy, Monique, um, was in her bag because Netflix offered her a, a deal, I'm guessing, for a stand-up, mm-hmm. and the deal was worth five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, right. now for broke people, that sounds like a good deal to me. Sounds like a come up. Okay, <laughs> it does. Okay, <laughs> would have jumped on it, would have been no conversation. Where do I sign? Right. Um, and she kind of had the world divided because she was like, you know, we're going to boycott Netflix because it's gender discrimination and it's wage discrimination. It's, that's the thing, wage discrimination? Yes, that's the thing. Okay. that is a thing, yes. Wage, wage discrimination. Yeah gender discrimination, and she wants all the black people to boycott Netflix. Not all people, just black people to boycott Netflix. We should not be supporting Netflix um, because I am definitely worth more than $500,000. All right. Here's where I'm I'm, I'm going to go. Listen. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no doubt in my mind that, and she's obviously been making these videos Saying, you know, I'm the most decorated female comedian alive. Did she say female comedian or just comedian in general? I think female comedian. Because, uh, yeah, okay. So she's saying I'm the most decorated female comedian alive, which I think that's great. That's that's an amazing, like, right. great job, sis. But, and I think you and I are on the same page where it's like, especially you because you're into marketing. Your brand is Everything. Everything. Everything? Everything. 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 Okay. So with that, <laughs> so with that being said, her brand has been detrimentally cheapened over the years. Right. So while I, I understand why she feels like she should be worth more, I think she needs to take a step back and realize that 
even though, yes, she is a black woman, and this, and this is an issue that comes up with being a black woman, being black and a woman with the, you know, pay the wage gap and yeah. the sexually biased wage gap or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I completely understand that. I get where she's coming from, but I feel like she's not also considering how she's presented herself over the years. Right. Like you're 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 just making it worse for yourself, to be honest with you. No, like you're you're making it worse in yourself because it's like you said, like I get where she's coming from. However, my whole thing is this like if if she would have went if Netflix would have came to her and gave her that offer and she was like, mm, you know what, I'm a little more than that. I'm I'm worth more than that. Right. And then HBO came to her and was like, you know what? We countered that with this. A million dollars or seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. Eh, still think I'm more than that. Then Showtime came to her mm-hmm. with uh a million dollars. Like, have 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 your have your ducats lined up before you just start attacking literally a company that is changing the world, okay? Oh, oh, Netflix yeah. is going to take over cable. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, definitely. And you're sitting here comparing yourself to the likes of Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Chris Rock, Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer. Um, I was waiting for her Which, to say Tiffany Haddish, but... First of all, let me just say, Amy Schumer's no comparison to Monique. Like, like, yeah. like Amy Schumer's not funny. But the different, well, she she has her moments. We we know y'all from the same little Long yeah. Island. That's cute. I liked Trainwreck. I like her like quirky. Wow, the fact that you even watched it. Yeah, I thought it was decent. The Knicks was in it. I you really know, thought like this season you would like say some things that wouldn't surprise me. The Knicks, the Knicks was in it. Like he was a doctor for the Knicks. That Amy is, Schumer's from Long Island. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Just go ahead. I like, I'm, I'm gonna let you have that. So, okay, so like. <laughs> But the difference between all those comedians that I named versus Monique is they cater to all audiences. Ah. Okay? Oh, I see what you're doing here. That is the thing. Chris Rock, there's not a person on this planet that does not... Oh, no, I'm not saying them. No, I'm almost at a planet that does not know who Chris Rock is, mm-hmm. that does not know who Dave Chappelle is, that does not know who Wanda Sykes... Wanda Sykes is a lesbian. Her wife is white, mm-hmm. and she is on one of the top shows on television right now. Blackish. Oh, that's right. She is on that show. Exactly. Yep. Don't understand why they replaced her with Dion Cole, but that's besides the point. Yeah, whatever. yeah. I didn't get it. Um, thank God Charlie's back though. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like they like, and then you have Monique. Okay, so yes, we get that you won an Oscar mm-hmm. for Precious. We get that. However, everything that you've done for the most part, from the Queens of Comedy to the Parkers to that horrible, like she even talked about her movie Almost Christmas. Wait, you thought it was horrible? That movie was so bad. I kind of liked it. The movie was trash. I, wow. Yeah, it was. Just, we're just going to go right to the bin, huh? I don't get, you just, you put a whole bunch of black com- uh, black actors and actresses in the movie. That's great. <laughs> but th- there was no premise at all. I really, I, I'm going to tell you why I went to go see it. Why? I wanted to support DC Young Fly. You know, I, I love me some yeah, DC. You do have a, uh, yeah. I, I just, know. I, I want to support the young brother. You know what I'm saying? I went, great. After his scenes was over, I really could have left. Really, sis, we yeah. gonna do this today? Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was a good movie. Granted, I almost Christmas and in the this Christmas with Chris Brown, I do get them kind of confused sometimes. Like they, they're it's a similar right. One was good and one was bad. Wow. Like this Christmas, solid performance. I mean, Idris Elba. Enough said. Loretta Devine. Hello. Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really feel like Idris Elba overacted in this Christmas. He doesn't. He doesn't. There's no. But actually, thing. he actually he you. he. But. Mm-mm. He was no he him walking he, he was, was enough for o- me over it over acting 
It was like, wow, dude, like this is like like chill. Like he was really like, come know, on, you know, come on. You didn't like, need to be that mad at Delroy Lindo. He like, was it's like, Delroy it's Delroy Lindo. Yeah. Like who? Yeah, he's fine, low key, but like high key. Yeah, right. High, okay, high. so it's not just me. No, it's not. <laughs> but like, you get what I'm saying? Like you're like. Almost Christmas catered to the black people. Mm-hmm. We had Will Packer that produced it. You had yeah. all these black actors and actresses in it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about all the people you that you've compared yourself to. Mm-hmm. Like even Amy Schumer, she somewhat appeals to white women. She appeals to white women, but she has a black audience. Like I'm not saying that Monique doesn't have a white audience, but it's not that much that these people are gonna log on. Like when Dave Chappelle, when they was like Netflix is giving Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, a special. Oh, everybody mm-hmm. in the country was like, "Oh, okay. When is this? After Christmas or after whenever? I'm I'm gonna stream this." So let me ask you this: Are you saying that because I guess her target her target audience is black is black women? Do you think that that has affected her career? Not. I'm not gonna say it affected her career. I just think that she she didn't. She hasn't spread herself out much. So she hasn't taken like the proper precautionary yeah. steps to make make herself a global brand and right. a global name. Like look that at, makes sense. If you even look at hip hop, like look at the Migos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When the Migos first came out, it was straight Atlanta, trap, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Then all of a sudden they got songs with Katy Perry and Calvin Harris. Yeah. And you see them everywhere now because you got these little white kids and Spanish kids and black kids singing a song. Like everybody knows who the, you got parents out here to know who the Migos is. Right. If we were to take a survey, there are some people like Monique, 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 Monique. Right. It's gonna take them a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I don't. And then I mean, I'm, and I'm not saying like when she the her whole thing when Monique was first was relevant. Word of the day um, <laughs> was <sorry. laughs> skinny bitches are evil. Yes, skinny bitches, skinny bitches. Mm-hmm. Then you became one. Oh my god! Or, wait a minute. Everybody gets to rebrand once. Madonna has done it at least six times. Janet, Janet has come on. Janet has done it. She was a, actually like a Muslim for a while, right? So exa- again, so she now she catered to the Muslim community, right? You get what I'm saying? She yeah. was all over the place, right? She done, she done got everybody on board with the Jan. I mean, her last name is Jackson, right? Her so. Mike, her brother was Michael, yeah. So she ain't even need to do nothing, but still, right? You know what I'm saying? Same with Madonna. Everybody loves Madonna. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I respect it because she can do a back bend at 75, and I can't. She's 75. I just kind of threw a number out there. I don't really oh, know how old I was she, like, wait. I don't really know how old she is. I'm Googling that later. Right, like. But she, you, you know what I'm saying? I like, feel you. It's, it's just the, like, you're not. That's like, I was watching Sugar Hill last night and I see Wesley Snipes and Teresa Randall and all these older. Wow. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, these 90s black actors. That's like them doing a movie now and you expecting millions and millions of dollars. Like, yeah. You're not the star of this movie. Mm-hmm. We cast you with Idris Elba because he's the star of the movie. Or right. Denzel Washington. He's like, don't think you about to get the same amount. You no. know what's funny was that I saw someone tweeted on the online, like on Twitter, they were like, they found it kind of funny how like creatives, especially like black creatives, were the ones to be like, you know, maybe Monique should have just taken the money and then, you know, work with it from that way. Yeah. And, I, and like a lot of people were like confused as to why that. And I think as black creatives, we kind of understand like sometimes you really just have to get your foot in the door. Exactly. And because, like you said, she doesn't have a global brand. And because her brand has been cheapened over the years, I think she really could have taken the opportunity, made a knockout special. Netflix would have been like, oh, snap. I see what you're doing. You know what? Here's 15 mil. Now shake the table, sis. 
conversation over. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Like right. you haven't been no one you haven't been around in a minute. Right. You did the almost Christmas. Okay. And then fell right off again. Is that you was there with that so you at the premiere, you mm-hmm. made all that money and right. then you went back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it what you just said. I and I really want people to understand like we're not saying like like what we're not telling her to do is sit down and shut up. We definitely want you to stand up. We definitely want her to stand up for what she deserves as as she should. But sometimes you just gotta know like like, yo, maybe I should just... Just step back a bit. Yeah. Step out of yourself. Like, she made that video where she's standing in front of her little right, case. Right, with her Android phone. Like, come Why on. Why you got to do this? That like, was an Android camera. It was. It wasn't an iPhone. Like, let's be, let's and, be clear. Or it was literally, like, you know, one of the handheld ones. <laughs> but, like, she was, like, sitting in front of this bookcase that got all her, you know, her awards and trophies on it. And her husband and her, like, spitting out her facts. I'm like, yo, that's real cute. But, like, this isn't going to help you. Right. So, that's, that's, you know, like... <clears throat> This isn't gonna help you. You know, a lot of people have a lot of awards, but that doesn't mean that. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, right? There are a lot of people who uh, have a lot of followers on Instagram, but are broke, and there you have Hello. it. So, <laughs> speaking of being relevant, uh. <laughs> since we since we on this topic, um, your boy Jay Holiday. If any of you even remember who he is, let's remind them. I'm gonna put you to bed, to bed. To bed. Yeah. That's it. That's that all I, that's, great. I remember grinding to that song in 2006 I in remember, college. I remember hearing it in college and I, uh, I hated it. Couldn't wait for it to like have its little phase yeah. and just go away. I like the song Suffocate. I and the, and that was actually a good song. So anyway, Irrelevant Jay Holiday decided that he was in his feelings about being a has-been and, and stated on his was it Instagram. I think so. He was on Instagram and he basically said to Beyonce and SZA... And somebody else, I forget who the other artist was. Oh, I'm about to... That they are... The relevant artist. He said, y'all need to stop making men bashing songs. He said, I got two daughters. Okay, so then don't let them listen to it if you care that much about it. Stupid. The thing about like Beyonce and SZA when it comes to their music is like, they're not just saying stuff. They're not just, you know, they have written these stories... Cardi B is who he came and into. Cardi B. They have written these stories from their experiences. And one thing I cannot stand is when men try to diminish the experiences of women. Like, no, that ain't happened. It didn't happen like that. You don't know what you're talking about. You need to be quiet. You a woman like. And I'm really trying to like, besides this recent Lemonade album that Beyonce put out, mm-hmm. I don't really think that Beyonce has made men bashing. She's made R&B. She's mm-hmm. like R&B is about love, mm-hmm. whether it's uh being in love or heartbreak. That's 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 the the that's the the, the platform that R&B sits on. So you going to say like so what else do you want them to talk about? Cuz that's not all that they talk about. Jay Holiday probably had the same type of songs. What do you think this material comes from? Just Exactly. Like, I mean, you had like Bed and Suffocate. Um, and there's another song he has that he had out that I like. It was called like Be With Me or something. Be With You, Be With Me, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about this one chick that you really, really love. That's great. But don't act like you just don't. But again, where are you coming from? Like, where you been at? Left field. Where he's coming from is left field. Where you been at? First of all, the real question is who, who asked for this? And ask also, like, who asked for some new Jay Holiday music? Because that has to be the reason he did this. Because, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm waiting for the, like, are yeah. you going to put out a song at the end of the week or something? Because <laughs> you just coming out attacking. If you want to attack 
No, I can't. You attacked all these Grammy-nominated, award-winning artists. Mm. SZA, Cardi B, Beyonce. 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 Like the nerve you to even fix your mouth. Does Beyonce even know who you are? That's the real question. Somebody said that he writes for people, but I'm like, does he like? Is he still writing for people? If he if he was writing for people, he's probably not writing for them anymore after that. Because, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. Oh, you already know you can forget working with the Dream because oh. the Dream's like. I mean, he said Keisha Cole. Don't even think about contacting me because she came for Beyonce one time. So. Oh, and the Dream said that. Sure did. She was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, no, I'm not working with you. Don't come for Beyonce. Wow. So Beyonce got the goons. Right. Like. <laughs> She's Beyonce freaking nose. Like you, <laughs> like it's just certain people you don't come to. Come, you don't come. You don't come for Jay Z. You don't come for Beyonce. You don't come for Kanye. You don't come for Rihanna. You don't come for Kendrick Lamar. You, you only, you don't even, you can't even come for Twenty One Savage right now because he's relevant and you are done. Twenty One Savage is actually like on a um, like a um, Latin hip hop song with Nicki Minaj and these two Latin artists. See, there we go. It's dope. You're reaching He's, different audiences. He is setting up the brand. I don't know. There you go. Amber got him drinking water, taking vitamins, vitamins yeah. and expanding his brand. Okay. And I'm not, it's one of the best things she's done in her life. Yeah. I mean, but you see what I'm saying? Like, expand your brand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, he's at the Met Gala. He's he's a, he's all over the place. He really is. And everybody that Jay Holiday names is all over the place. Right. Well, when you're not all over the place, so you got to, you know, you have time to sit back and look at everybody really doing everything. Yeah. I guess he's upset. And hate. That he didn't get an invite. Ain't nobody thinking about Jay Holiday. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, this is going to be a non-factor Yeah, by the end of the, the week. The fact that we even wasted our time talking about this. It just irritates me that, <laughs> that like, the relevance, like, <laughs> like, even, like, to talk about, like, to stick on the topic of relevancy, your boy Ja Rule. Oh, my God. Where's Ja? Where's Ja? Nobody knows, okay? <laughs> so... Um, I mean, I don't know what it is this week. I think, okay, so <laughs> there's been snow all on the East Coast. So I think people have been have had cabin fever. They've been inside, and they've had a they've had time to really think about some stuff, and they just want to put it out there. Because mm-hmm. here we are back in 2007, all of a sudden Listen. with Ja Rule, Jay Holiday, and Monique. Yeah. So Ja, wow. Rule, I'm just saying. <laughs> so Ja Rule, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag tickle booty. Wait, what? You didn't see the tweets? Ja Rule was basically like, you know, uh, 50 Cent keeps my name in his mouth. I think he want to keep my D and his, he should keep my D out of his mouth or something. And then he put hashtag tickle booty. <laughs> oh, my God. He like hashtag, like, he, he like used it like six or seven times. <laughs> Why are you coming for 50 Cent? Oh, no. Okay, like how many times did 50 Cent have to shit on you? How many, how many times did 50, 50 Cent guy... First of all, I just went and saw a 50 Cent's movie, Den of Thieves, over the weekend. How was it? Oh. It was a good. It was good. Really? And that is the hottest group of cops I've ever... Ma'am. No, it was. They were hot cops. Ma'am. Gerard Butler. I actually won tickets from one of the stars of the show, Mo McCray. Oh, wow. If you're listening, shout out to you, Mo McCray. Thank you for the ticket so much. He had like a little contest. Yeah. Like caption and I won. Like, Oh, dope. You know what I'm saying? That was easy. Really was. I was like, sweet. <laughs> so um, thanks for the tickets, Mo McCray. Um, love to have you on the show one time. But anyway, um... You know what I'm saying? Like he, like he's everywhere. He's getting ready for power. Mm-hmm. Then he just did something with Bitcoin just did last he? night. Like something he just made a whole bunch of money with Bitcoin. And then we have Ja Rule, who's the last time Ja Rule was relevant was when I talked about that Fry Festival thing, that whole scam. Right. That's the last time I remember talking okay. about him. Right. 
Okay. Is he supposed to be dropping some music soon? Who knows? <clears throat> he was on tour with a not. I don't know if it was a tour with Ashanti, but you, just no. Just don't come. Just if you want, like if he came for Fat Joe or somebody, maybe I. No. Even Fat Joe was out here. He got no music out mm-hmm. with Dr. Dre. It's not that great, but still. That's a random pair. It, it is. It's East Coast and West Coast together. Yeah. It is. That not, doesn't work. Exactly. That does not work. You know what I'm saying? But like, you you don't <clears throat> like don't come for people. Like, I feel like Ja Rule. The only people you can come from is come for is like somebody on like Love and Hip Hop. Come for one of these Love and Hip Hop rappers. Was it his girl? What did he have? One of his 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 wife was on the show. Wasn't she on the? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I feel like I don't know. Sorry. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Just no. I don't know. I really just think everybody's trying to get a, um, an interview on a Breakfast Club. You because you, I really think that's this is the whole thing. Like you know what, I'm gonna start controversy. I'm gonna try and get in the Breakfast Club or Ellen or something to talk about it. Time out. You mentioned Ellen. First of all, Ellen's about to be sixty years old. Okay. Okay. And I can't fathom it. Shook. Ellen looks so good. Did you see me tweet? I was like, wait, I'm sorry. What? Sixty. Someone tweeted, they, someone tweeted and said, Ellen looks so good at 60 because she ain't never had a man stressing her out. And I honestly could not stop laughing. And she minds her business. She, she minds her business. She moisturizes. I'm going to do that. And she dances. She does. I'm going to do that. Ellen looks I mean, so- I moisturize. Ellen looks so good. She looks amazing. When they, I was really thinking she was like a smooth 45 at least. Yeah. I'm sure. But Ellen's been around for a long time. She has though. But well, <laughs> She's been around for a minute. Like Ellen, I would love to go on her show. Me too. I love Ellen. <laughs> I want to go. On, I want to go to the Twelve Days of Christmas so bad. Oh my god! I just want to be in the room. Just like she just seems like she's just dope to be around. <laughs> she like, really does. She comes to you with her little I lo- dance. I'll be like, Ugh. I love her. Yeah, she's she's dope. But so um, I don't know. Maybe Ja Rule and Jay Holiday and Monique they're about to put something together. They're trying to get. I mean, we already Monique was already on Sway in the morning, so she's circulating the airwaves. She is. She, I'll give it by next week. She'll be in a breakfast club. She's spending so much time on this when she could have been spending so much time expanding that brand. Yeah, and preparing for your Netflix special. Mm. You could be. Mm. Anyways, all right. <laughs> That's all I got to say about relevancy. Just, just no. Come. We got one more. Oh, we do. Yes. Uh, your boy Star. So. I'm almost scared to say anything. I know. I don't want him to hear anything. Well, you know, he's making a comeback to yeah media. Yeah. Did he ever have a YouTube channel? I don't know. I I don't know. He's replacing Joe Budden on the Everyday Struggle Show. Did mm-hmm. you see that clip of him like giving the business to DJ Academics? Yep. Yep. How long do you think that's gonna last? I'll give it two weeks. DJ Academics will be back in his Xbox chair. Okay. <laughs> if he thought Joe Budden was so for our listeners, if you do not know mm-hmm. who uh, Star is, Star is a radio legend. He once had a uh, radio show back in New York, the Star and Buck Wild show. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put him in the same category as Angie Martinez, mm-hmm. Wendy Williams, um, you know, Tom Joel. Like, like they are pillars of urban radio. Yes. Um, both of them were fired because <laughs> um, they are like, y'all think Charlemagne is bad? Joe Budden is bad. They got it from Star and Buckwild because Star is it's raw. Listen, New York radio used to be insane, nitty gritty. New York radio used to be like like jungle. Like it used, I would like I couldn't take New York radio because I was just like, yo, they are really wild. They are, 
New York radio used to be like, what was that back in the nineties? Yeah. Yo, New York radio was ridiculous. There wasn't even a goodbye for Star and Buck Wild. Like, they turned, were just off the air. You just turned the radio on and it was like, yeah, Star and Buck Wild are no longer with 105.1. That's how it happened? It was just, I mean, we found out what happened, but it was it was no goodbye. They got fired. Damn. Okay. It so <laughs> D DJ Academics is probably begging Joe Budden to come back because oh, Joe Budden signed that crazy million dollar contract with Revolt. See, that's how you expand your Expanding brand. Expanding the brand. That's yeah. Take I hope you kids are taking notes tonight. <laughs> All right. Joe Budden was like, eh, you know what? Right. I'll go over here to, to Revolt. Right. Okay. Right, right. Let's see if Monique gets a special revolt. But anyway, um, yeah, he's so he's replacing Joe Budden on the show. Star, he's he no, was there's no filter. He wasn't on the show an hour, and he already came for DJ Academics about yeah. um the rapper that passed away. Uh, Fred Fredro San, Fred, San was it Santana something like that Santana because Fredro Star is from the other group. Yeah, I think he's yeah, Fred, Fredo Santana. I think he's from Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. um. <laughs> So what's what's Shorty's name on the Everyday Struggle Show? Namakisha, Namekisha. Mm-mm. Don't don't ask no? me. I don't know. All right, <laughs> I forget her name, but something with Nameshka. Something with an N. Namishka, Nameshka. I don't know, but like you know, they're talking about this young man's death. Um, you know, and you know, condolences and all that stuff like that. And D- <laughs> I get and DJ Academics, you know, like because normally his voice is like this, and he did it. So of course he got all somber, you know. Yeah, condolences. He barely got the word condolences out, and Star said, "What you're not gonna do?" <laughs> Star, his his exact words was like, "Stop it! Don't even do that." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Because wasn't you? Didn't you just call him a, a demon like two weeks ago?" Wow. He went. In, yo, yo. And DJ Academics was like, first of all, for and, and Star was like, no, first of all, don't sit here and act like you sad that this young man died when you literally came for his whole life mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yo, DJ Ap- Academics was visibly shook, and you could tell that like Star was like the pit bull. Like he was definitely like, yeah. he's definitely like the alpha male in the room for sure. It's good replacement. <clears throat> I get how they got Star with Joe, but I get that. Yeah. D- boy, he not, he's not gonna last though. Yeah, no, it's not gonna work. <clears throat> no. They're gonna they're gonna get Buck Wild back on the show. Oh my god. Okay, and then then be no need for Shorty because yeah. it's gonna be the star in Buck Wild. Yeah, I feel a plot coming. Ooh, I feel something happening. I feel now a, that you put that out there. I feel a plot coming. I feel a plot now coming. That you put that out. And if there? that happens, well, damn. Oh, complex really about to come up then. You you feel me? Wow. You feel me? Please. Because he's not going to be... DJ Academics cannot handle... He could barely handle an Xbox interview. You know, can he do that, the little interviews from the Xbox share? <laughs> like, over there. Why are you going in like this? Because that's what... That's what like, you know, the Xbox share. Like, he can barely handle those type of interviews. Like, and I'm not coming for DJ Academics because, I mean, he's on Complex. So, I mean, that's cool, but... I mean, I knew he wasn't going to be able to handle Star when the way he reacted when that interview with the Migos and all of them on the red carpet. He was just sitting on the side, like, like, oh, like, oh God, what is, what's going oh, on here? No, Secur- oh, no. Is there security? Guard! Who's <laughs> was- had on Versace shirts? Like, right, like, handle, your, like, handle your own, man. Right. Dang. He was scared. <sighs> yeah, so I think that's all we have for relevancy. Oh, my goodness. I can't. I just can't with, <laughs> I can't with them this week. You I know. will be tuning into Everyday Struggle, though. I will tell you that. For me. 
<laughs> Let me know how. I, I'm sure I'll see the highlights on Twitter of Star really giving him the business. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, y'all, pr- prayers up for DJ Academics. He, yeah. gonna, he gonna need it. Mm-hmm. Um, are we gonna move into? You know what? I think we should call this segment "Bless This Mess." Okay. I like that. Okay. We're going to start with Amara La Negra. I have a lot to say about that. On The Breakfast Club. For those of you who don't know, Amara La Negra is this gorgeous Afro-Latina artist. She's a singer. She's got this dark skin, this lovely Afro. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. She's currently on Love and Hip Hop Miami, right? Mm Mm-hmm. One of the cast members, she's already had some racial identity issues with another castmate on the show by some guy named Young Hollywood. He's just supposed to be a producer. I think so. Okay. So he's supposed to be a producer. So in one of the scenes, he says to her, like, uh, yo, this look, like, what you got going on? Like, maybe you should try to straighten your hair or something so you can look a little bit more, like, elegant mm-hmm. or, you know, more like Beyonce. She was just kind of like, oh, she was like, I can't be elegant with my afro. Yeah. So you know, she had a whole uh, snafu with him. They went back and forth on social media. Fine. So you know, of course, when something like that happens, these people end up on the Breakfast Club. Thus, she's on the Breakfast Club, explaining her situation, and Charlemagne the God and DJ MV are aloof. What do you mean? Because they're re- they were really like <laughs> saying to her. She was she's explaining like who she is and the things that she went through, mm-hmm. and they were like, kind of like, like trying to invalidate her experiences as an Afro Latina and like the thing with Charlemagne saying like you don't think you just made up this like racial bias in your head, and they were asking her if she was really like a, yeah. a Afro Latina like, yeah, it was it was weird. I am the whole <clears throat> Afro Latina. Is weird to me, period. Like from her, from her standpoint, like because you know I'm seeing everybody come for Charlemagne and DJ Envy, mm-hmm. like oh my god. And I'm like, wait, let me listen to the interview in its entirety mm-hmm. to see if I can understand. So first of all, anybody that goes on the Breakfast Club knows you know what you're up there for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So oh, yeah. people was like, oh, how you gonna ask her what are you? She knows what she's up there to talk about. You right. know what I'm saying? Like let's not like yeah, we care about your music, but we gonna talk about what's popping right now. Right. So. All right, so like I looked up the definition of Afro Latina, mm-hmm. and it says Afro Latin Americans or Black Latin Americans refers to Latin American people or significant of significant African ancestry. Mm-hmm. The term may also refer to historical or cultural elements in Latin America thought to have emanated from this community. So I'm like, okay, so when I hear the word Afro Latina, I automatically think that. One half of you is African American or Afri- you know whatever African, mm-hmm. and the other is Latino. Latino, right? So when she got on there and said, "Both of my parents are for the Dominican Republic," mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, so how are you, Afro Latina? You get what I'm saying?" And I was like, automatically, I was like, I'm even more confused now because I'm looking at the definition and I got it, <clears throat> but. It's confusing. I, I understand where she's coming from because she was saying that like it's only confusing here in America. Yeah. She said, but if you go to Dominican Republic, there's plenty of people that look like me. Mm-hmm. And they too refer to themselves as Afro Latina. Yeah. It's I don't I don't know. So you I'm know struggling our, with this one. Our friend Glenn, who took our pictures, mm-hmm. he's 
both of his parents are Latino. Okay. But he just looks black. So basically that means when, you know, when slavery, you know, our favorite thing happened, they dropped <laughs> it's our favorite thing to talk about. They dropped they dropped a whole bunch of us off. They was like, oh, we're gonna drop some of y'all in the Caribbean, we're gonna drop some of y'all off in the Americas, we're gonna drop some of y'all off in, at Europeans. So these people definitely have ancestries in the African, like they're a part of the African diaspora, but just because one of their parents are aren't directly linked to Africa doesn't mean that they not they're not Afro Latina. They obviously have some type of African in them because they have dark skin. That's like somebody saying to us, that's like we couldn't if that was the case that you didn't see them as Afro Latina, then someone could say that we're not African American because we don't have a direct link to our African ancestors either. That's true. You feel me? That's true. And that helped me. That actually made me think about, you know, like people that look like you and me mm-hmm. and you know, like now we're our skin is not as dark as a Merrill Negra. You right. know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of it like I have friends that are black and Dominican. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. But I didn't know that until I physically... I'm like, wait. Mm-hmm. Or I met their parents. I'm like, wait, whoa. Yeah. That's your dad? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't... That... Okay. I didn't I, see that coming. My One of my close friends, Naomi, is an Afro-Latina. So mm-hmm. I ask her, like, questions about this all the time because, like, it's still... It's a new concept to yeah. us. So I'm, like, so intrigued by this Afro... Like, like what is this... What is it? Because I, when I first heard of it, and I was like, well, if you're like, if both your parents from Dominica, then you can't be. Exactly. But no, like, that's, yeah. that's just like us being from America and we're so far removed from our our African ancestors that we could just be black Americans. Yeah. You, you feel me? I think it's just like, and I got what she was saying about the fact that it's different here. Like, mm-hmm. she, I mean, she said it, she was like, y'all the ones that don't understand. Right. She's like, you go to Dominican, uh, Dominican Republic, Brazil, mm-hmm. Peru, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, they get it. Right. But I guess that you kind of goes back with America's stigma and the importance of putting labels on everything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, like I'm, what is this? Yeah, like, what are you? Right. Like, what are, you know what I'm saying? Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's you can't say what somebody is without them getting offended. So, like, prime example with this Afro-Latina, you know, oh, mm-hmm. like, I'm gay. No, I'm not gay. I'm bi. No, I'm not bi. I'm trans. I'm not trans. I'm You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's, we just have this label version. Now, if we go to... Oh, that's true, girl. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's incredible. Like, not, and not in a good way, but it's mm-hmm. kind of... It made me think about, like, what we were talking about last time with Brit... Like, with Brit, British people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I've never... Well, I've never come... I've never come in... Encounter with a black Brit. Ever. Me neither. Besides on the TV screen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I'm curious if we were to go to Idris Elba or Daniel Kaluuya, like, if we like, what are you? Mm-hmm. What are they going to say? Are they going to say, I'm black? Or are they going to say, I'm British? No, I think they say, oh, I'm Nigerian or right. I'm from Ghana. I don't even think they even mention Brit. Like, they don't like, oh, yeah. I'm a, you know, I'm a Nigerian British. Like, I, they're just like, I'm Nigerian. Yeah. The end. Like, I don't think... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. it's interesting. It may, it really made me think about what you were saying mm-hmm. about, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole other, but then it made me think about not just, you know, like not even just in, in, uh, in Britain, but like, what about people in France mm-hmm. or what about people in Norway or, uh, <laughs> you know, or in Spain yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Germany, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, right. what is it? Or like people in Canada. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or anywhere. Like, what is it? I don't like, know. it's just the America, like around these borders, it's just like we are stuck on these labels. Oh, so yeah. I almost feel like when I really started thinking last night after I listened to the the interview, I was like, I'm still lost in this. I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. if you want to be Afro-Latina, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But, like, it wasn't until, like, I was talking to some of my coworkers and I really started digging a little more than I thought about what you were saying. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not her fault. No. It's just, it's really our it's fault. Just what, and I think part of it has to do with, like, her facial features. Because to me, she has kind of, like, European facial features. And that's what, like, even Envy was like, what color are your eyes? Right. And she was like, they're gray. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know any black people with gray yeah. eyes. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, that, and that's do. also like a like a thing like with the Americans is like, oh, well, because I ain't never seen a black person with gray eyes, like they you ain't really black. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like you said with the labels, like our label for you and I, we are cisgender heterosexual black women. Right. That's too much. That's way too I don't got time. I can't <laughs> even say all that. Like, that's too much. And God forbid you're a vegan or you do CrossFit. <laughs> Cause you, I'm a vegan. That's cisgender heterosexual. I can't. I can't. It is. It's getting too much it now. Really, really, it's very specific identifiers because America does not understand. Like, if you're not, if you, if you, if whatever you are, embody something broad, like a Mara La Negra. They're like, their minds are like. This doesn't make sense. What do you mean you're Afro-Latina? Both of your parents are from the Dominican Republic. Like that doesn't make no sense. That was me yesterday, and that's totally understandable. I was at work like. What? But you can't. So your grandmother and grandfather, like, what is what are you know what I'm saying? I I wanted to know her whole bloodline, right? Because <laughs> I'm like, you're not about to sit here and say that. Because right. I like, I th- if I go to the Dominicans and I ask the shorty that's doing my hair, like, what are you? She gonna say Dominican, right? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, now she don't look like her, mm-hmm. but it took me a long time to realize. I used to have this perception of Latinas, like that they all look like J Lo or Selena, and they had this type oh, of hair. God. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, or they, you know, look like Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin, all that stuff like that. Then I started going to the Dominican hair salon. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing a whole bunch and I'm looking at that hair like, she got naps like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that was like a... Culture shock. It was. I'm like, before I'm like, why she, you know what I'm saying? Like, why she got rolls on here? She don't need no rolls on here. Mm -hmm. Like, and then I, you know, caught shorty on the day off. I'm like, oh, no, she... Her edges is kind of puffy, <laughs> like mine. Like her hair is just like mine. You know what I'm saying? It's it, <sighs> it is fascinating, and I just kind of want people to remember, like, before you decide, make sure that you also don't know, like us regular Black Americans, right. you also don't know your ancestors from Africa. Right, it's just Facts. like that when you come from these other countries, and somebody says, "Oh, I'm Afro European," yeah, <laughs> whatever. Do you, you know believe in? Do you believe in um, like in Ancestry.com and all those things like that? I think it could work. We did Ancestry.com, so like I'm Greek. You did like the where you spit in the cup thing and you Yeah, my dad we did it for my dad. Yeah, like we did like it was crazy. Like I'm like Greek. Like what's the biggest percentage like of your like what was it? Like was it Africa? Yeah. Or, and then what was like after that, like what was next? Uh Greece. Wow. Um a lot of south a lot of south the South, like America and the South. Like I got a lot. Really? That makes a lot of sense. But I was like shocked, like even like a little bit of Italian. And my sister was like, oh, you don't like Italian food. So, you know, <laughs> and I don't. So like, you know right. what I'm saying? I was like, so I, I don't know where, I could have family all over the place. Right. I got roots all over the place. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I could talk all day about labels and how, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to certain, when it comes to our ethnicities, I do think that we need to stop with the label. Now when it comes to this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't want to be called a female. You know what? We're going to move you get forward what I'm saying? because I can't with that. I can't. You you are a female, like period. Like it's no I'm not doing this. I'm not 
Uh, and I think, all right, and I'm not doing it. We're not going to do it because that kid will be talking all day about that. I and can't. The, and the genders. Um, <laughs> speaking of bless this mess, we're going to go right quick through this. Um, one of the Alabama teachers was in, in the class, and I guess, you know, one of her black students were playing some loud and rowdy music. So she said to her students, turn those nigger tunes down. <laughs> I'm shocked that that student didn't go over her head. First of all, I would have been dying laughing if I heard that, like, live. Nigger tunes? Really? That's that's the best we're going to do. Nigger tunes. Nigger tunes. I... What's your favorite nigger tune? Like, right now yeah. or in general? Just in general. I have way too many. There, way too many. There's this one song called Trial. It's like, take that shit to trial, bitch. I can't. I can't. It oh, it's is, one of those. It's like, oh, it's a nigga tune for real. Like, if we, <laughs> it is a hood song. I like, don't think I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna like say like Donny Hathaway, like love, love, love. That's like my, one of my favorite songs. That's <laughs> one. That's my happy song. Wow, we went two different. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. I love that. That song makes me so happy. But because <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't be getting into like yeah. I. I found a playlist today. Oh, on Spotify, because like me and my coworker were talking, and like she was saying, like, "Oh, you heard that song, Booty?" And I was like, "I don't know what? which is exactly." It's a song called "Booty" by Black uh, Youngster that I didn't even know was a rapper. I thought he was just a social media dude that everybody was making fun of. Wow. Um, yeah, no clue. See, see how like um, I can't keep up. So like, as I'm typing in "Booty" in Spotify, <laughs> like this playlist came up with like "Booty Tunes." Okay, when I say that playlist was popping, I've been listening to it all day. Was it like New Orleans bounce music? New Orleans bounce music. It was. It took me back to like 2004, oh, like wow. the yin yang twin, like that era. Like I heard uh, Miss New Booty by Bubba Sparks today. Okay, wow. you know what I'm saying? I was in there like, Damn, hey, booty, dude. booty, 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 rocking I everywhere. Love that song. What's getting it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Right so there. I guess I've been listening to a lot of nigga tunes all, all day. day. You have like David Banner play. Yeah. Uh, I have not heard that in forever. Like Lil Uzi Vert, you was right. I I enjoyed that song actually. Oh, d- oh, that me. one song. Could you say that into the mic so everybody? Heard? I I enjoy the song "You Was Right" by Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, what? by who? Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, the other Lil Wayne. Wow, wow. You Fat just, Joe said it. Fat Joe said it yesterday. But just because Fat Joe said it doesn't mean it's right, dog. He was like, no. He said he's a no. He didn't say he's a new Lil Wayne. He said he's a bad impression of Lil Wayne. And I said, huh, hmm. I mean, if you liked Lil Wayne anyway, to begin with. Wait. Yep. So moving forward. No, 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 no. Back mm. it up. You don't like Lil Wayne? Listen. Like, you don't like Lil Wayne now or like... Like... Ever. Like, like Hot Boys. Like when him and Birdman was popping. Like when he was like, hey, I'm going solo. I was like, nah. So you like the Hot Boys Lil Wayne? Oh, yeah. But like... like. But you didn't like Dedication Lil Wayne? Listen, when he came to A&T like that three years in a row... I never went because I just could not. Wow. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Like, no Lil Wayne song? The only Lil Wayne song I know of him being solo is a Millie. Right. Enough said. Oh, and that Lickalicka like a lollipop. Another song. So and you're you're on the right track. You just need to keep going. But see, like, I'm not interested. Oh my God. <laughs> that is craziness. I so you like Young Dolph, but you won't whoa, listen to Lil Yeah, First went- <laughs> of all, you're going to be disrespectful, dog. Like, what's up? Okay, because like, I don't understand how you don't like... First of all, wasn't it Young Dolph who said, 
If a nigga don't work, he a effing leech. And Preach. That's and wasn't it Little Wayne that said real G's move in silence like lasagna? That's whack. Boom, it's not. It's because whack. the G is hap- it's whack. It's, to all the listeners out there, okay? <laughs> when you first heard Lil Wayne say real G's move and sound like lasagna, it took you a minute and you was like, you spelled it out. I know I did. I spelled out lasagna and I said, lasagna. Oh, bars. See, this is exactly why they go to bars. This is exactly why they go to eat them Lil Wayne concerts because y'all was in there just being bars. hype for y'all was being a hype beast that for no one line, reason. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Oh, yes. my God. Love it. I'm listening to Lil Wayne on the way home. I can't. I just can't, uh, I can't get into it, fam. I get it, kind of. I can't like I like five percent of me gets it. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I just, the other ninety five is not. I just can't do it, you know. <sighs> All right, uh, we got one more last thing for bless this mess. Mm-hmm. Larry Nassar, who was the U.S. Olympics gymnast doctor, where. Basically, like all the girls was like, "Yo, he's been sexually abusing yeah. me." Uh, he got 175 years today. Why even like? I don't get the court. Like that's wonderful because he's he needs to go under the jail, right? But why give him 175 years? Like he gonna live that long? He already looking like he about to die any minute. Now. I mean, listen, just in case. I guess, yeah, I guess. You so. know, because you don't want to get into somebody 40 years and then 40 years is up and they still alive. Like, oh my god, that's true. No. That's true. Okay. We want you to die in here. I mean, but shout out to the judge for ripping that letter up. Because, like, okay, so he gave a letter to the judge basically saying that it was so hard for him to hear all these testimonies from all his victims. Should have thought about that before you was molesting little girls, fam. Right. That the, was coming to you for help. Ugh. The end. That's it. The end. Nobody care. I mean, she ripped that letter up and was like, okay, anyway. Like, boy, bye. You don't get... Nobody, there's no sympathy None. anywhere in this world for you. None. You might get other sympathy from other child molesters. Like, oh, shouldn't... Real quick. Yep. Talking about, um, you know, these men that like little girls. So, you know, this whole thing with these sex dolls. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That I'm trying to figure out where you about to store a sex doll at in right. your house. Um, I mean, there's closet space. But, like, can you imagine, like, going to your friend's house and, like, you know, oh, put your coat in the closet. First of all, I'm gonna steal off on the doll because why is the doll just standing up in the closet? The doll's gonna be up, <laughs> right? Yo. Okay, yeah, yeah, like exactly. Like you, see, all you see is like a little eye in the back. Like what the? Right. What the? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. like oh, I broke. Oh, yo, I didn't. I yo. didn't know. I cut your sex doll up in half, bro. She was lurking. And then I'm gonna be like, but where are you? Yeah, no, we need to. I've been trying to get at you for a minute. Like right. I don't understand. Like I'm, we could have handled this so while. I'm right ago. here, and you right. want to get up? my plastic, but um. <laughs> I heard that um, a lot of these companies are making now like little kids. No, I knew you was going to say that. And I don't even like have time for this. You get what I'm saying? Like they're Mm -hmm. making like little little kid sex dolls Mm -hmm. for these sick behind child molesters out here. You know, this way they don't have to attack real kids. They can just attack the doll. Whoever ordered those, put them on the, what's the the list? The child. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, put them on that list. It should be, it should be, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. No, I'm not with that. Between that and, I think it was Pennsylvania. Y'all, I'm sorry. Not, okay. So, (laughs) war on drugs. You know, now the bunch of, you know, other <clears throat> ethnicities are getting it, you know, getting to these drugs. Now they want to regulate stuff. So I believe it was the city of Philadelphia. Okay. Home of the AFC champs. 
NFC. NFC Come champs. On, man, get it right. My fault. NFC champs. Um, they are pretty much making safe homes for people to shoot up in. Basically, like they can regulate. I heard about this, but I didn't know what city it was. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Eagleville. Yo, first of all, Eagleville is a ta- It's tacky. Don't 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 do that. I'm sorry. It's just like don't. I don't think that's it's tacky. I don't think they should do that. It's, I, I agree with you on that. That is really tacky. I think it's kind of like one of those things where you're like, <clears throat> this is not me defending it. Yes. Just, okay. It's like one of those things like how, you know, obviously there are the, res- the resources out here to help these people, but if they don't want to help themselves, we don't want them, I guess, dying in the streets, you know? Like how, what what else, like how how do you how do you solve this problem if people don't, they don't have nowhere to go because they're filming and cooking them out because they're shooting up. You don't want these people out in the corner. Because let me tell you something. When I went to San Francisco, I saw someone do... Like heroin? On the street. I'm in the Uber. Oh, God. On the way to the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, God. And niggas was shooting up. <laughs> yeah, that's... You know what I'm saying? I mean, I... Yeah. It's I guess to, when, I, you, when it's you put to, it that it's way. To hide the, it's to hide this ugly side of the city. I get it. You would much rather these people get help. Yeah. But if they're not ready for help, which you remember, you always got to, the person has to be ready for the help. Like you can't force somebody into help because then they always going to relapse. That's true. So I guess, I guess I see it from that angle. I guess when I was reading the article, I was like, what the, yeah, like no, are y'all dead ass right now? Because that's crazy. Like the headline was like Pennsylvania first state or I think it was either Pennsylvania first state or Philadelphia first city. To pretty much build crack houses, <laughs> like man, <laughs> you can, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel you. Like you know what? Let's just kick everybody out real quick. Let's build up this crack house, make it a little nicer. You know, and then and, and you know these know. quote unquote crack houses might be also where when people decide they're ready, they can just like, hey, like yo, who went in a crack house Maybe. today? Yo, call Bob. Maybe who's, who's on crack house twenty three? Like, tell them I'm ready to change my life. I can't. You know what I'm saying? I don't. This I don't. I don't. I don't know. I feel you. You feel me? Like I, okay. I get where you're coming from with that. Yeah. yeah. I just I just had to do it. It's so it's so it, it puts me in a weird spot. Like I don't really know. Yeah. But shout out to the Eagles winning the NFC. Yeah. We going to the Super Bowl. Shout out to them. I'm I mean, super excited. That wasn't even a game. I don't know what happened. Wow. The Vikings I, are mad. And I mean, they have to host a Super Bowl. That's even Yo, worse. That has to really suck. I'm like so. Um, I think a whole bunch of fights are going to break out there. My boyfriend's a Vikings fan, so it was just bad. I was like, oh. Oh, dang. Sorry. I would say sorry, but I'm not. I'm I'm upset. <laughs> I'm upset about the Patriots, Patriots. and the Jaguars because the Jaguars had it. But yeah. they were playing Tom Brady. I don't care what anybody said. Tom Brady is that dude. I don't. He has proven. I don't care. <laughs> Deflate gate. Deflate gate. And I don't care. <laughs> He's just that dude. Like it's just that's why I was like, you know, when Sis Jalen Ramsey was out there on Not the field. Sis oh, that's Jaylen definitely Ramsey. sis. When Sis Jalen Ramsey was out there talking zesty, about, though. oh, he is zesty. He, is, he okay. really is. He is zesty. He really He's been is. real quiet these last couple of days, but uh, I mean, yeah, understandable. Well. He was out there in the pool, like, we gonna go to the Super Bowl and then we gonna win that bitch. And da 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 da. Okay. Okay. 
Got home Sunday. I'm like, oh, shoot, 20 to 10, Jaguars. All right, so, you know, my sis might actually get that ring. <sighs> Tom Brady was like, <laughs> you thought. Like, yeah. Dang. <laughs> that was cute. But do you remember what we did to the Falcons last year? Oh, I hope we don't. And this just a little playoff game? Oh, God. Oh, God. Calm down. <clears throat> Oh, God. Relax. You, but you just you just gave that game away. I was like, "What are y'all doing?" Damn. And then the Vikings, y'all had that amazing win two weeks ago, and then you get devoured by the. I mean, devoured. I'm telling you, I feel so. But good. we called that. Like we said, the Eagles was gonna be the ones. We I think we said that. We did. I know I did. I, we said they was gonna I, go to because they was they've been they've been killing they've, the game. They've been connecting, and Foles. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Especially at that, yeah. Y'all had a rough, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. you know, I feel really good about this. I'm actually going to Philly. Shut up. I'm going. Well, I- Took I, that day off. I hope, uh, I hope y'all win. Right. If the, the city is Brady. going to explode, explode. I'll be like, sis, I'm dying because the city has exploded. I'm going to root for y'all, but y'all love playing Tom Brady. I was rooting for the Falcons right. last year. Listen, I'm not scared. I'm not saying you should be scared. No, we Think can't see. Sh- we can't. We can't go in here on some old soft old bro. You know, I really hope like we really just gotta like. Tom Brady didn't even practice last week. About Tom Brady, he didn't even go to practice. I don't care about Tom Brady. Okay? I'm, I'm not a Patriots fan at all, but he didn't even go to practice. <laughs> I believe it was Bone Crusher who said, "I ain't never scared." I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's where I'm at with that. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm rooting for y'all all the way. We're we're going all the way. I feel it. I feel good about it. If not, we're gonna have to cancel next week because I'm gonna be sick. Uh- <laughs> no, no, you guys. So this Sunday we got off. Like, so it's the Pro Bowl. So then, okay, the first Sunday yeah. of February. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm right it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a good game, but y'all playing Tom Brady. I don't wanna talk about it. I'm getting, you I'm know, sorry. All right. my heart's beating fast. All right. Okay. We got this. All right. All right. We're, we got to, uh, we're going to run through some stuff real quick. Um, Women's March. How you feel about it? I think it was, I mean, I saw a lot of the images. Um, I think it's a good thing. Like. It's a good thing. But um, I went to the first one last mm-hmm. year. It was cool. But. Now what? White women haven't learned anything. Hmm. So I kind of feel like. What do you mean? Like. White women are still voting primarily for their privilege instead of what's right. Facts. And until white women realize that they have that power to make these changes that they want so bad and actually vote like they want that, there's nothing that my sisters with an H can do. (laughs) Yeah. You feel me? Pretty much. You know, I, you can make all the dope signs and stuff you want. And the signs, signs are excellent. The signs were phenomenal. Fine, signs were great. They were great. Cardi B should have been at one of these marches because she was all over the place. <laughs> Taking notes. Okay. Really? Cause. Yeah. <clears throat> but signs don't get shit done. Facts. And. Hmm, that can go into a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Hmm, very true. Yeah. Signs don't get shit done. I mean, it's time for action now. And I'm not going to say neither do celebrities. Like, maybe get it. Because people are like, oh, by old Davis's speech wasn't like really broadcast. Like, okay. I mean, yeah. So. Her speech also. Go on YouTube. Will not get done. I think a lot of people, like, the thing that a lot of people miss is that they go to these things, they need to, like, um, feel motivated. Yeah. Motivation is not your problem. Discipline is. Yeah. Getting it done. Yeah. 
Facts. Oh, you just, you just, that was a word. <laughs> that was a word Discipline right there. Discipline gets it done. <clears throat> Motivation can be any anything. Like, imagine how many times you scroll through Instagram, right? And somebody's doing a fitness page. And they throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. They be like, what are you going to do today to change your life? That's motivation. Motivation is easily accessible. Eat these Pringles. Oh, see? Discipline is not. (laughs) Discipline is not. And that's the thing. Nobody's disciplined enough. You know, I'm not really good when it comes to politics like that. So I don't know where to start. But I know that us marching up and and down these streets (laughs) with these amazing signs ain't going to get. Ain't doing shit. That's true. So I like what this what the march stands for. I think it's amazing. But yeah. white women need to get it together. It gets the conversation started. It does, which is good. But conversations to, tend to die. It's to bring awareness. That's what all those those marches are. You think of the AIDS walk and March of Dimes. It's to bring awareness. Yeah. Side note: Some nigga, I, <laughs> I did the March of Dimes one year, and the guy was like, "What are you doing today?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm doing the March of Dimes." The March of Dimes. He was like, "Is that like a march full of bad bitches?" Are you serious? I wish I was lying to you. He was joking. No. He was dead ass? He was dead ass. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, let's move um, forward. What else you got? You want to talk about Walmart? Mm. <clears throat> mm. You want to talk about Walmart? Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so... <laughs> there was a young lady. I, I think she was in Arizona because she kept saying AZ. In the original video. And okay. I was like, okay, so I'm guessing it's Arizona. Regardless of the situation mm-hmm. and the location. Mm-hmm. Um, Walmart is... Now those, so this young lady went to Walmart and was going there to get her whatever she was going to get. Her conditioner, anything in the ethnic hair care section of Walmart. Which is already problematic. Okay. But continue. Right. Um, and she, when she got there, she noticed that all of the products were locked up. All of the... Ethnic. Oh, or the ethnic. Okay. So across the hall, we got uh, Vidal Sassoon, Herbal Essences, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Motions and Miss Jessie's and Shea Moisture and Goody mm-hmm. is, <laughs> okay, is locked up in a case. She said she had to go get an employee oh my God. to open the case to get something out. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine going to Walmart? You just want to go get some shower caps. Okay. And you got to get an employee. You know you can never find an employee anyway. Mm-hmm. There's only two registers open at every Walmart in America. Ever. <clears throat> like, really? If you want to lock up expensive stuff to stop people from stealing, lock up the meat. Okay? Wait, people steal meat? People steal any... Like, <laughs> just lock it... Steal up, lock up dog food, okay? Like, yeah. do that because dog food is expensive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you going to lock up the conditioner? Bruh, I was so triggered. You gonna lock up the conditioner? Triggered. And it's like, okay, so even if you're gonna lock up something, you wanna lock up Miss Jessie's, because it is expensive. I don't understand why Miss Jessie's is $40, but um you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you wanna you know the expenses, and that's really just Miss Jessie, because Shea Moist well, Shea Moist is expensive, but not that expensive. expensive. Yeah. I'm not about to get somebody to unlock it so I can get this uh, you know, this bonnet. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Target. Or Tyson's. Or Tyson. You know what I'm saying? For those who don't know, Tyson is this massive hair care store. Huge. It's they got two locations. Huge. It's ginormous. It's a black girl's dream is what it is. It is. It is like... <laughs> My cousin came down from New York and I took her there. She, like, she stood in the doorway for like 10 minutes yeah. like, wait, dead ass? Yeah. Like, she was like, seriously? Relaxers to natural hair. Everything. She, 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 she was like, need? they got a whole wig section? Yes. I said, yeah, man. Talk about snatching your wigs. And it's spread out. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's spread out. Options. But yeah, Walmart... Um, 
like Sierra and I was talking about it last night. Like she was like, we need to stop shopping at Walmart, but they prices though. Here's what was killing me. Like so, prices are so good. Because when I sent you the video, I was like, you know, I like to read the mess under the comments. Yeah. I, I love good chaos. Yeah. So I'm scrolling under, and it's nothing but black people. Like I don't see what the big deal is because we be stealing anyway. And I was just like, oh, is this what we doing? Oh today? my god. Yes. It was like it was like at least fifteen or twenty people at the top. Just like yeah, we be stealing. I would lock up my shit too. Like I was just like, yo, this is so bad. So we're the only ones that steal now. Right. So that's the problem. Like we're not white the, people don't steal. We're not the only ones Asians that steal. Don't people steal, steal. Latinos don't steal. You saw ABC a, a pigeon stole a bag of chips out of the store the other day. Everybody steals. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> that was just a really cute that video. Was, yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. Everybody steals. Everybody. Don't 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 don't. Every and it was really it really don't. irked me that it was like all black people like yeah they be stealing so like we we be st- who is this we you speak yeah who of? is we who is this we I might have stole a lollipop at a CVS when I was younger. I mean when you younger you you allow like one yeah you I stole like some stick on earrings once as a yeah. child you know. I had a friend that was stealing so much from a Walmart back in college like she actually got like she got banned, banned from, from Walmart. The st- oh my god yeah like yeah. picture was all over the place oh like you mm. don't come in here right. like this isn't for you because like she was like stealing like comforters and stuff. I'm like how did you how exactly I don't know what she was I was like how did you steal that? I was like where you get that comforter for she was like, oh Walmart I was like how much was she, she was like I ain't pay for it I was like <gasps> like how did you steal that comforter. Out of Walmart. I wanted to know her secrets. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm like really like. Yeah, I was like, wait, how did so? Let I me, let me get a notebook. Like, how did you write? Like, how did you do this? How do, how do you steal a comforter, bruh? I might have stolen some milk because I just accidentally forgot Got to you, pay yeah. for it. You stole a whole bed set. Walmart's like coming up with all these new things to, you know, help people not steal, but I feel like locking up the products, especially the ethnic hair care products. Lock up the medicine so people aren't getting high. Yeah. Or the Tide Pods that people are eating. Mm. That's what they need to be locking up. Not. Combs. That's really offensive, yo. I'm not. I'm, I'm not with it. You know, I really want to say I want to stop shopping at Walmart. I want to go to the Walmart on the way home to see. Just I. Just, I'm. I just want to see the one over here. Doesn't because I go over there a lot. I just. I want to see. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I, I would say if anything, put like cameras in that that area. That's all. This Walmart that's near me, like, but they don't have like. Obviously, there's an ethnic hair care section, but the ca- the section that's under surveillance is the area with all the nail polish and stuff. They got like listen when you walk in the aisle, it has like the ding yeah. ding, like it's. Oh wow! Yes, when you walk in the aisle, when you the aisle, my nigga, walk across the, the line. Yes, ding ding in the aisle. Wow, and there's a camera, right? Like, hey, that we see is you technological yes. infrastructure for your behind. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So, but yeah, I don't think locking it up was necessary. Listen, people are already going to Target for everything. Walmart don't. A Target just needs to lower their prices on some things. I just love Target. If they lower their prices on food and get more food in there. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's done for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I like Walmart's candle section. But anyway, um, so, um, before we get to the, um. Mm, The juice. Yeah. Before we get to the, um, the uh, midday thought. That ties into mm. the last thing we got. We oh. um just gonna talk about uh the Academy Awards real quick. Yes. So the Oscar nominations um uh were announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. It looked like The Shape of Water took a whole bunch of announcements. The movie about the I think it's like an alien or something that's in water and the mute girl falls in love with it or something. Octavia Spencer is nominated for Best Supporting Actress for that movie. Okay, good for her. Um I actually heard it was a good movie. I am I'm going to see it. 
eventually. Because I, I do this thing at the Oscar. I want to see all the movies that's nominated. Right. I want to see all of them. Like, that's why I messed up with Moonlight. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. But Get Out was nominated for three Academy Awards. Um, best Director, Jordan Peele. Best Picture, Get Out. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Best Actor, Zaddy, um, Daniel Kaluuya. Excuse me? Yeah. No. That's not your zaddy that we talked about he's this. Mine. No, no, he's not. He's mine because you have Ralph Angel and Luke James, and I don't get to have anybody except Algie Smith, and I need a dark skinned brother on my team right now. I really need this win. Thank you. Daniel Kalu is mine. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Um <laughs> His skin just looks like it's, black gold. Like, it looks like it's so smooth and soft. And I fell more in love with him when I watched the NAACP Image Awards because mm. he won. And he got up there. He just has his personality. He got up there and was like, madness. Like, this is not normal for me. It's not normal. And I was like. Was that your British accent? Yeah. Oh, okay. No. It's not good. I don't know. I mean, you try it. And you, like, get it you get an A for effort. He like shouted out Idris Elba because he was nominated with him. And yeah. he was like, oh, Malad uh, Idris. Ah, like this, this accent, you guys, <laughs> is killing me. And I was so, in, I, I rewinded like three times. Like, I need to see it again. Um, <laughs> ah! I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to. So, yep. So, get out, and we got um, everybody's auntie, Mary J. Blige, with um, she, she got two nominations, right? Two nominations for original song with um, Raphael Sadiq, and then, of course, best supporting actress for their movie Mudbound that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, and then, everybody's favorite unk slash boyfriend slash husband, Denzel Washington, was with the best actor. Something tells me that Denzel Washington not even going to show. I think he's over it. He probably is. He already got his, though, right? He already got his Oscar, right? Yeah, but I feel like he just, like, he, what, I think he what, just was he nominated with? for Roman J Esquire, Roman oh, J Israel Esquire. Yeah, didn't see that either. I didn't see that either. I meant to. I heard that was good too. Was it? Yeah. Um. So we in there, but the main person that was nominated for Oscar that Sierra and I are super super excited and proud of is Aggie alum Kevin Wilson Jr. was nominated for best live action short film for his film my nephew Emmett. it's lit okay it's we're lit. so proud of you kevin shout yes. out to you um another aggie who's actually in that film austin james um he's in the film um another aggie who helped produce a film tanisha for like aggies is at the oscars wow jasmine guy is in the movie is in the movie that's insane like that is insane <laughs> The fact that we used to see Kevin mm-hmm. in the Avid Lab and just walking around. Mm-hmm. Kevin's just always been that cool dude. Um, he's helped me out with a lot of projects. He did some stuff for my family. Yeah. So to see this happen for him is incredible. I mean, Nia Long posted a picture of like everybody that was nominated that was black. Yeah. And he was in there. <laughs> that is so incredible. Dope. Isn't it like weird? It's not weird. But it's like it's like kind of like what when you see like people who you've like you've known like yeah. you have. Real life conversations yeah. with them, and the next thing you know, they're like, "Oh, I'm just getting it." I'm like, I now. text him congratulations because I have his number. That you know is crazy, right? You know what I'm yeah. It wasn't a Facebook thing. It was like, "Yo, son, right? Really? That is wild, yo. We're so proud of you, Kevin. That and, is so dope, yo. Um, for those who don't know, so on February 9th, the movie's actually going to be in theaters. I think it's going to Greensboro and Durham. I don't know why it's not coming to Charlotte, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, so. I find the times and yeah. the theaters will post it on our Instagram and um and Facebook so you guys can go see it, check it out. Um, because this this is not the last we're gonna hear from him. Oh no. This is not the last Oscar. Now, yeah, now that he's he's buzzing. Like Tiffany yeah. Haddish said his name. So <gasps> we in there. 
Speaking of Tiffany Haddish. Securing all of the bags or is she? Because she's relevant. That's why. It came back. It came back. She's relevant right now. First of all. Okay. She's the very first spokesperson for Groupon. Groupon ain't never had, I ain't never seen a commercial for Groupon. Ever. All of a sudden, I'm scrolling through Twitter, Groupon got a commercial. Right. And she's a spokesperson. Right. She just got um, a first look deal with HBO too. My God. Um, she had a, um, she was on a New York best time, uh, New York Times bestseller list with her book. Wow. She had Girl Shirt out. Impressive. Gets me to that. So, with the Oscar nominations, a lot of people were like, I don't understand why Tiffany Haddish was nominated for uh, best, I guess, best supporting act. Exactly. See, yeah, um, for a girls' <laughs> trip, and I was like. You guys are completely dragging it. Yes. Yeah. This is the reach. You heard it here first. We love Tiffany Haddish. Absolutely. Girl's Trip was so funny. It was. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It is okay? not an Oscar-worthy performance. It was not. She had a... She yep. She pretended that she was yep. giving head on a grapefruit mm-hmm. in the movie, okay? Mm-hmm. And somebody said that, but then somebody else kind of countered it. was like, I mean, well... I mean, there's been plenty, like, Halle Berry got a, you know, an Oscar for a sex scene and stuff. First of all, on Good Morning America, I forget his name, who said it this morning, he was like, the Oscars don't really highlight comedy. Yeah, that's the first. But you were just saying that Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in Bridesmaids a couple years ago. Bridesmaids was funny. Uh, nope. Was okay. it? Okay, sure. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm a huge fan of Bridesmaids. I love Bridesmaids. I love Melissa McCarthy. Did I think she deserved the Oscar? No. no. And I don't think Tiffany Haddish deserved it. She's going to get there. Well, I mean. Give that, her a minute. She is. But, I mean, that's the same thing. There were, there were a whole bunch of women saying that Wonder Woman should have gotten Oscar, uh, Oscar nominations. I fell asleep. Wow. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I fell asleep. But um, I don't think it was Oscar worthy. So. I fell asleep. There, there's a reach happening. Yeah. There's. I, a, yeah. yeah y'all, y'all, y'all starting to reach really a little too much reach. for a lot of things. Yeah. Like, Just slow so it down. reach. Slow it down. Speaking of reaching, yeah, we're gonna go for it. Let's do it. Oh gosh, <laughs> let's just let's just let's Charlemagne it. Let's okay. just get it out there. All right, so everyone's favorite singer turned model turned housewife. Mm-hmm. Yep, posted a video of Pastor John Gray. Is that his mm-hmm. name right? I think so. Yes. Uh, where in the video, you know what? Can we pull it up? Yeah. Because it's, it's only like a minute, right? Is yeah. it still up there or did she delete it because everybody was super like... Let's see. Sensitive. Um, let's see. I'm pulling up her page and it is not there. Oh, nope. Yes, it is. Okay. Here turn it your, is. Turn your, vo- turn your volume up and put it up to the mic. Where, 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 Lord? Where am I going to be found, Jesus? I've been in here worshiping you. Perfect in all of your ways, but I'm still single. Here's what the scripture says. He that finds a wife finds a good thing. Didn't say he that finds a girl that he's attracted to, who he then begins to date, who he then calls his girlfriend, who he then buys a ring, proposes and makes her his fiance, who he then marries later, who becomes his wife. You're not a wife when I marry you. You're a wife when I find you. You become my wife when I marry you. But a wife is not the presence of a ring. It's the presence of your character. Too many women want to be married, but you're walking in the spirit of girlfriend. 
Ask the Lord to deliver you from that spirit and carry yourself like you're already taken. And I promise you, when you carry yourself like a wife, a husband will find you. That sparked social media ablaze. Hold up. The only, like, the way she captioned it was hashtag level up. Did it? <laughs> yeah, level, don't settle. Don't settle. Hashtag level up. Okay. So, that brought us to our midday thought. <laughs> and the midday thought was, was as follows, okay? Mm-hmm. Um... It, this is just <laughs> craziness, madness in my Daniel Kaluuya voice. Mm-mm. No? Okay. Mm-mm. So our midday thought is, what is the difference between girlfriend slash boyfriend characteristics and wife slash husband characteristics? Mm-hmm. We got some pretty pretty deep answers. Yes. Pretty, yeah. Uh, well, some deep and then some are just like, you know, Raggedy. yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you want to go first or? Sure. Um, so on Facebook, I got a couple responses. Um, one, I'm not, I'm not even going to say anybody's name because mm-hmm. I don't want nobody like, you know, I don't know if that's somebody boyfriend. Just say like they first initial. Like, okay. If it's like an A, then say A. Okay. So T. Afuya said, maturity, experience, patience, and wisdom. Okay. Now, I said, is that for a girlfriend or a wife? Never got a response. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um, VF, Vicky, my best friend, she's married, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) um, She said, in addition to what T. Afuya said, I add selflessness, an open mind, open heart, a willing spirit and awareness and acceptance of each other's imperfections. So I said, is that for a girlfriend, boyfriend or husband, wife? Mm-hmm. She said that would be the characteristics one should seek in a general spouse. So husband, wife, <clears throat> I okay. said, okay. Um, I Wade said a ring. Okay. I mean, pretty that's the answer. I got a lot to straight to the point. Um, a. Brown said, loyalty with a significant other, endurance to work it out as both par- parties, personalities, and ways may change. Trust to believe in your partner's capabilities and effort, openness to nair your soul, heart, and mind to your significant other. Flexibility, which can be tied to endurance, being able to compromise your ways with your partner and vice versa. Flexibility to not always think you will get your way or your partner thinking they should always get their way. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> then I put it in, I put it in a couple of group me chats. Oh boy. Um, this is one group me chat. I put it in there and uh homeboy in there was like, you might want to put that in a singles chat. Mm-hmm. And I thought in it, like, <clears throat> first I was like, why he why he just dissing my question like that? Right. But I got where he was coming from. So they put me in a single chat. I'm gonna be removed tomorrow because I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I don't need I don't need no problems. Um so um Fitness guru said, girlfriend, boyfriend, you can leave at any moment. Also, there's no title. President Carter said, yeah. So I'm going to read that again. Girlfriend, boyfriend, you can leave at any moment. Also, there's no title. That's not answering the question. I mean, Sierra has a song called The Title on her first album. That was like one of my favorite songs. Okay. Okay. Uh, President Carter said, characteristics are the same. Then fitness guru came back and said, wife, husband, you have vows through sickness and health. Death do his part. 
Um, somebody else said, same people, just different levels, titles. Um, then somebody whose birthday is on February 1st, happy early birthday. <laughs> I think it's the same person, but the mindset is different. I like to discuss that video, by the way, but I'm going to pass on doing it in here. Oh. Um, somebody that said, getting wifey in 2018... That's not okay. That's his name. Getting wifey in 2018. <clears throat> Boyfriend, girlfriend relationships is practice. Setting the groundwork and understanding each other's values. Understanding compatibility. Establishing intimacy, basic groundwork. One is established and you're and you come to a consensus of shared values or already you're ready to marry. I have another response, but it is long. I will say that to the very end because my coworker pretty much shut it down with okay. his response. Shut it down. All right, I got a few responses. This one is from one of my coworkers, and he's married. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to call him GB. He says, love this question. will do my best to answer from a guy's perspective. So here's what his, uh, girlfriend for girlfriend. He says, the characteristics I looked for when I was single was a girl who had goals, dreams, and focus. Someone who knew what they wanted in their life and, and knew who they were inside and out and were comfortable in their own skin. Having this quality would assure that that person a strong candidate for a successful relationship. I can honestly say my wife knocked it out of the park on that one and was pretty blunt about it in the beginning of a relationship, which I loved. Then he says, for a wife, when it came to this, I personally wanted simplicity from my wife. Just keep it simple and do what you've always done, even though marriage changes a lot of things on the surface. I want her to still be young at heart within the relationship. Dating is still key. Courting is still crucial when you're married. Staying true to yourself and who you are within the marriage helps a lot. It dismisses any insecurities you may have had within yourself before the relationship because, quite honestly, marriage can show a lot of things <clears throat> if they are taken care of prior to marriage. If you're always up front with your spouse, they'll always be up front with you. Honesty is the best policy within a marriage. Honesty produces trust, and that is so important. Looking for these simple characteristics with your spouse and letting them know what this is, what that, and letting them know that this is what you expect. Mm. And look for will go a long way in producing a strong and productive marriage. So I said to him, so basically it's like the qualities attracted you to her. And now it's just an evolution of, of not only her growth and your growth separately, but also as a unit. And he said, exactly. That's how you develop together within the marriage. Mm. Um, shy. We're going to call it shy. No, wait. First, C CM said, girlfriends cater to your feelings Wives cater to your well-being. <clears throat> mm, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that too. Um, Shai said, I'm not a man, but I think it differs for everyone. There is no one way to be a wife, just like there is more than one way to be a husband. We had a discussion in the group chat about this yesterday. Two of the men in serious relationships and one is engaged. I know quite a few men who date with intention. So what they look for in a girlfriend is essentially what they hope to find in a partner. Which Thank was you. what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shy. Thank you. Because nobody could seem to answer this damn question. I was listening to somebody yesterday, and I'm hearing them talk about, well, what's the characteristics in a girlfriend-boyfriend? And they're labeling it. And then the next question was like, so like, what's the characteristics in a, in a husband or a wife? And I'm like... And they're saying the exact same thing. It's the, they're just using different words. Like instead of saying, you know, like I want a reliable girlfriend, mm -hmm. but in a wife, I want somebody who's trustworthy. That's, that's the same, same thing. That's the same thing. 
That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just more letters. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. <laughs> Don't like let's not. Let's not. Okay. Like there's shy Shy, thank you. That's ex- like I don't understand how one can say, and, and I think like thank you, Sierra, for starting this conversation. I guess, yeah. Um, because he, he, first of all, I didn't go to that church. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see how that is sermon, okay. co- like collateral. I don't know. I don't know what he was, where he was going with it. But um, what the fuck is the spirit of the girlfriend? Yeah, what is this? I'm not like nobody. This is not. We're not. This is not um, the Middle East where people are getting married. You know, like arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. You have to date and get to know somebody before you become a wife or a husband. Absolutely. Okay. Like that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm looking, like when I meet, when I meet somebody. All right, I know for a fact I'm looking <clears throat> for somebody who loves God, is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, understands the important the importance of romance and um, someone who's just available to give me the heart. Right. And if that dude does that for me for two, three years. Yeah. And then decides to make it. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like my characteristics for my husband is not going to change. I don't want somebody that I don't want a boyfriend that, that specializes in romance. And then I want a husband who doesn't. Right. You, you get what I'm That's saying? What I'm, that, thank it doesn't you. make any sense. Nobody can answer the question. Everybody's <laughs> like, Oh, a ring. No, you're not, no, no, no. Whoever you're dating for right now, hopefully you're dating to marry. Wait, if you're dating to marry and you're dating someone right now, that is the characteristic. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> it makes no Y'all sense. Y'all be frustrating me. Y'all make things the so. The spirit of the girlfriend. Granted. I have to be a girlfriend before I can be a wife. A man has to be a boyfriend before he can be a husband. That's just how it works. That's how dating works. So one of the things I had with the, like, the way he said things was like, it was more of like a you are going to be a property. So you're not a wife until you're, you're not a wife when I marry you, you're a wife when I find you. Like more like, well, wait, well, what about, is he what? a husband when he finds me? Cause, cause then if I, do I have to do work on him? Exactly. Right. Because men think they don't need work for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I just was like, it was a lot of like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, what are you saying right now? Granted, I did like what he said about acting like you were taken. To kind of like give off that air, like you know, like you the shit. Yes, I got. I like that. I did like that. But like all this other, like you know, it basically had like a um, what's the what's the phrase? You're not somebody until someone marries you. Exactly, and that's like, and I think that's why people were coming for for Sierra. Mm-hmm. And then she came, you know, like oh, you know, there was a time I was sitting at, at home and I was a single mom. And da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. okay, just because you was a single mom, okay, so you messed up with Future, right? Okay, and let's not act like okay, Future did have, you know, he did propose to you. Yeah, he's preparing to marry you. He just wasn't ready. Right. Okay. You get like mm-hmm. so, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that doesn't. Doesn't make you a bad person because you made a mistake, right? Okay, Every- you have this beautiful son, like, and and like, so now all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, at one point you was doing one thing, and now all of a sudden you holier than thou because you married mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, who right. was already married at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was weird. It was like, yeah, she tried to, it, yeah. I I get what she, I get what she was trying to say. It's just the delivery was way it off. Was, if she could have used any other clip. <laughs> besides that one to describe yeah. like you know what she was feeling cause I think and I think the thing that like that frustrated me the most was like a lot of the people like like guys were commenting like 
This guy's like, you got to walk in the spirit of the girlfriend, but all you hoes want a hoe. Like, that guy didn't even mention anything about hoes. Like, hoes were not mentioned, but y'all felt the need to bring up hoes and call women who were who were against this video and everything that that video said, you decided to call them hoes. Nobody said anything about hoeing around. Yeah. This I, was all about like a type of like toxic masculinity type of vibe with it. And I think it was about like, and even like with insecurity within women, like mm-hmm. obviously Sierra was feeling some type of insecurity. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and that's understandable. Mm-hmm. You were with somebody who was cheating on you. And I mean, granted, I mean, Future had how many baby mamas before he added you to the roster? Eleven. <laughs> that was a problem. you know what I'm saying like and that doesn't make him a bad person there's a lot of men out here that have you know many kids with multiple women mm-hmm. it is what it is right but I mean come mm-hmm. on don't but that doesn't make you a bad person and that doesn't make you a better person because you married Russell Wilson who mm-hmm. didn't have any kids and you know y'all was celibate before y'all got married and all mm-hmm. that stuff like right okay it was so it, it was just so strange and I think something Cardi else Cardi B wasn't celibate with, with Offset and no, she got the ring right. well well, we don't know what's that, going on that with that. Is another... I saw an article like like oh why he's not playing the why he's not playing the wedding yet cuz he's still cheating. He's still banging other chicks. Mm-hmm. But anyway. But um Cardi B get your get girl. your Grammy and move on. Sorry. In the engagement. Yeah, just get your Grammy. That's not in. that's not the focus right now. Sorry. She needed to not focus on yeah, that. Yeah, get your Grammy and move on. Yeah, please. In in that. Get your Steve Madden the deal end of your on. career, girl, like yeah. in that. But um I I don't know. It was just someone else was like this whole started the whole like married women hate single women. Like it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. But know that when someone asks you, you know, what's wifey material? Oh God. It's the same as girlfriend material. It is. It is. Cause if if I'm your girlfriend and you know, I do all these other things, I cook for you and I clean for you and your homeboys, which some girl tweeted that was like, see, I cook for man, my man and his friends, and I clean up after my man and his friends. And I was just like, you know, oh, what? Sis, this no. is where this is where me reading this tweet stops here. Like <laughs> let, let me read what my coworker wrote real quick. Cause he he really um <laughs> so, some of y'all do is really be expecting some a lot of stuff that y'all not worthy of. Like, yeah, and I'm definitely not cleaning up after your friends. Yeah, and y'all I'm gonna sorry. be using paper plates paper when y'all leave my house. Throw them in the trash. <laughs> right. Like. Thank you on your way out. Um, <laughs> like, please. So my oh, hold on. I just logged out of my work email. Waffle. Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> Real quick, y'all. Um, so he really shut it down. Oh, boy. So he said, this is a tough one. I'm not going to give him no names because he is married. Mm-hmm. He said, this is a tough one. I think it would be different for every woman and man. From I mean, he like labeled it. Right. From a man's pers- perspective, girlfriend, underline. I see a girlfriend as someone who piques my interest in a number of different ways. Physically, socially, personality. Sometimes it's just proximity. She's around and she's available. It doesn't have to be someone I see myself being with long term. A girlfriend for me isn't a preparation stage to be my wife. Girlfriend for me equals companionship. There should be mutual respect and agreed upon monogamy and any other rules that work for that particular relationship. Lack of clear boundaries coupled with expectations of marriage equals heartbreak every time. Mm. I believe in a lot of girlfriends slash boyfriends, some casual, some more serious. But I believe a wife is something and someone who you know right away. People tend to move on once... People tend to move on once or more of these things stops. Once things stop being cute. Mm. Now, wife. <laughs> I'm telling you, he, he needs to write a book. Wife. A wife also shares those initial traits that attract you to one another. I do believe there are some other characteristics that differentiate a wife from a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, these things require both parties. 
I'll say that again. Oddly enough, these things require both parties compromise, commitment, selflessness, acceptance, something similar to what Vicky said. Mm-hmm. A girlfriend slash boyfriend is more concerned with their needs and agendas, and that's okay. A wife slash husband lives to take care of their spouse's needs. A wife slash husband understands partnership. They push past ego. I admit that the line between girlfriend and wife is blurry, but I believe people reveal themselves once real life real life kicks in. Dating girlfriend keeps you most, mostly shielded from the grind of life. Finances, health, and family can all be kept separate during dating. Marriage requires transparency. Mm-hmm. To date someone hoping to mold wow. them into a wife-slash-husband, more specifically, that image of wife-slash-husband you concocted is flawed and leads to frustration and mm. resentment. Mm. I've been married twice, once for the first set of reasons, didn't make it, the second and last because I saw all those things from each group. I'm not going to say his wife's name, mm-hmm. was my girlfriend for about six years before we decided to get married. But I know we both believed that we would be husband and wife from the day we met. Things weren't always pretty and we work on it constantly. But the second set of characteristics is what keeps our foundation solid. For men, it's about timing and not always about the person. It's complicated and girlfriends do become wives. Trust me, I had to see that I had to see that way from the, be- from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. He shut it down. He really did. That was... Eloquent. It was like you should even see the way it's written. I was like, that was beautiful. He was like, I hope that makes sense. I said that makes makes perfect perfect sense. sense. Makes perfect sense. And it's what we've been saying. Gonna print it out. The first (laughs) set of qualities falls into the second. Like, what are y'all saying? It's it's like a column, and if the column was to fall, the stuff at the top gonna fall to the bottom too. Like, yeah, that was a good one. That this was, was a good That was episode. a good midday thought. That, that was, was a good... Yo. <sighs> I think we got all of it out. We <sighs> Sierra and I have been like, like, yo, we cannot wait to record. It's just... <laughs> it's been triggered. It's been a triggery week. Y'all been cut. They've been cutting up all week. This was a really good episode. It was. I can't wait to post. So today's episode was brought to you again by the word relevancy. <laughs> um... I'm on my Sesame Street stuff. I see you. Brought to you by the word relevancy. Uh, y'all can look that word up. You get the chance. Uh, you know, just Google it. It's a word you should have known in like, I don't know, sixth grade. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. Um, so that's that. That's it. We got anything coming up? I don't think we have anything. Wait, do you have anything? No, just the Black Panther. Oh, that's right. Black Panther. It's happening. It's happening. In Let, less than 30 days. Should we announce that we're doing a, you know? Yeah. So listen, boom, you're done now. Okay. Bong. Okay. Bong. In my Glenn voice. <laughs> Shut up to Glenn. Bong. <laughs> Bong. <laughs> so we've decided to do a giveaway. Yeah. Just a cute little giveaway, you know, something cute. Mm-hmm. We're going to put something together for you guys. You got to win though. Right. So, and we'll post all of this stuff on our Instagram page and our Twitter page. We're gonna give it like a do like a little Black Panther kit giveaway type of right. thing, right? You know, some cute stuff in a goodie bag. What you need to do is follow us. Yep. <laughs> on our social medias. You you want me to do it? I think you should do it this All right, time. Fine. So follow us on Twitter <laughs> um at Headwrap Pod. And then also follow us on Instagram at Headwraps and Lipsticks. Also head over to our Facebook page. That's where we mostly post a lot of our midday thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. at uh Headwraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. And mm-hmm. Make sure you head over to our website to listen to this episode. Yes. Find out more about your girls. Find out where we're at in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, log on to SoundCloud. Log on to iTunes. Leave us a review. Mm-hmm. And if you just see us around the city, just say what's up. Say what's up. 
Just say what's up. Um, if you're looking to collab, if you're looking to just kind of hang out with us, if you're looking to be a guest on the show, send us an email, headwrapsandlipsticks at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. That's it. We'll have more details for you guys about the giveaway soon. Yeah. Have your outfits ready. I think I thought about like the prom gown thing. I thought about it. And you decided not to do it. No. So you're still going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I don't God. think I'm going to do it. I'm a, but I am going to, I'm going to shut it down. Okay. The, which I expect. I expect yeah. you to shut it down. I'm shut it down. I just don't want you to wear a prom gown. Thank you guys so much for <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Bye. Peace. <laughs>